0: welcome to the december 24th 2018 edition of the bitcoinnews.com daily podcast where we cover the biggest stories of bitcoin blockchain and cryptocurrency every single day this is your host space marine live from space jumping right into the market analysis well bitcoin was trying to rally it went from 3100 on about december 15th as high as 4200 dollars um, pretty much both on December 20th and, like, the 24th. This is actually recorded in the early morning on Christmas Day, the 25th. But yeah, so on the, as of the 24th, Bitcoin hit its highest prices since the crash totally bottomed out at 3100 It was at 4237 on Bitstamp. But then something's happening here with the crashes. So when I zoom into the chart for the 24th towards the middle of the day on christmas eve bitcoin was at 4237 but there was already a little crash so early in the morning like before the sun rose in the eastern united states there was a crash from 4200 down to like a little below 4100 about 4100 and then bitcoin crawled up again the uptrend continued it was like someone dumped a lot out of the trend and then bitcoin went up to 4237 and then boom there was another big dump down to 4018 And then it crawled up a little bit again, and boom, another dump down to below 4,000. And then it crawled up again, and then boom, another bad dump. This is a bad red candle, all the way down to 3,800. And then it kind of like just tried steadying out, and then another dump, like uh, literally just before midnight on the, you know, just before Christmas Day. uh, End of the day, the 24th, Bitcoin crashed again, as low as 3,700 pretty much. And now it's kind of crawling steady and going sideways. So like, it looks like the enthusiasm was ripped out of the market. And it doesn't look like the market as a whole is doing this. Uh, so there's some complex things going on. And I actually just did some very deep dive research into what really is controlling Bitcoin's price. You guys might think I'm crazy or delusional. But I think I figured out the Bitcoin market. And if only I had some money to be a trader, uh, I'd probably make a lot of money on this. But, you know, I'll just give the knowledge to the world because i believe it's better that way i believe in the free sharing of knowledge i'm a scientist first and foremost a hurricane scientist that used to work for the united states government and i believe in the free publication of information and letting people use it as they wish instead of trying to withhold information and make money by myself i'm not like that i'm not greedy i trust in god that i'll get my share in this world and the next world and I don't think I need to, like, hoard information, especially if it's really interesting. Because, actually, it would bring a lot of sanity to the Bitcoin world for them to understand what's actually going on with Bitcoin's price. So, we're going to actually focus on that a lot, I've decided, on this show. So, the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, has gone down a lot. So, about in September, the Dow Jones hit a local high of 27,000. Um... So it was actually October. The Dow Jones was around twenty-seven thousand, early October, and then there's crash, crash, and more crash, and the crashes really start getting severe. The Dow Jones was down to below twenty-six thousand by the beginning of this month, December. But then a big crash happened. It's now down below twenty-two thousand, so around twenty-one thousand eight hundred. It went down six hundred and fifty points on the Christmas Eve trading session, which is what this show is for. The shows for Christmas Eve analyzing the market. But you'll be listening to it on Christmas Day. So uh, the Dow Jones actually has gone down over 5,000 points off its highs. And if you zoom out to the long-term chart that shows like the past 10, 20, 30 years, this is easily the biggest stock crash in the history of Bitcoin's existence. So the last big stock crash was 2008. We probably all remember it unless you're very young. Uh, In 2008, the Great Recession occurred. Basically, a bunch of subprime mortgages defaulted, and that threw off the entire financial system. Uh, banks were collapsing, corporations were collapsing, and the government printed trillions of dollars in order to, like, basically bail out all these companies that caused the financial crash But the stock market went down as low as like seven thousand, pretty much, and it was like blood in the streets. The economy really collapsed. But they printed trillions of dollars and pulled it out of it. I don't think this great recession of two thousand eight ever ended. But now, so, but it disappeared for all. They printed trillions of dollars and they. Um caused the entire economy to go up from money printing and funding corporations and banks that caused the crisis they kept them alive and kept them going and The idea was to keep them alive and then discontinue the practices that were hurting the economy, but in reality, they kind of kept doing the same things they always done, not so honest practices to make lots of money and honestly, the economy entered a bubble, a government manipulated bubble after they printed trillions of dollars, and the stock market went from seven thousand to twenty seven thousand but now, it's dipped over 5,000 points all at once. And if you look at the long-term chart, it's not that impressive yet. It's gone down noticeably on the very long-term chart. I mean, this chart goes back to, like, 40 years ago, practically. And you can see it on the 40-year chart, what's going on now in December. That's not good when you can see the downward movement of one month on a 40-year chart. But So, what I'm trying to get to is, like, for the first time in Bitcoin's existence, Bitcoin launched in 2009, was actually a response. It was, like, a currency that was made by Satoshi Nakamoto in order to prevent money printing. So... This is the first time since Bitcoin was created that the stock market's actually going down. It's long been theorized, we talked about this on the last show, one of the previous shows, that uh, when the stock market goes down, Bitcoin will go up. But here's the thing, the stock market's been going up so consistently and strongly since Bitcoin was created that it was Bitcoin was an unneeded safe haven. Like People trusted that their stocks would keep going up. The technicals and the fundamentals in the stock market showed that it would keep rising pretty rapidly. However, now everything's showing that it's probably going to crash really hard. And I'm gonna go into some other stocks just to prove that but anyway, so now that the stock market going down it's a uh, Suddenly Bitcoin is a needed safe hand because Bitcoin's independent of the stock market So what I'm doing now is pulling up the Amazon stock Amazon stock is an excellent example of how scary things are becoming So if I pulled the Amazon stock maximum time, it looks like a bad pump and dump so in 2008, when everything went crazy, Amazon actually kept going up pretty much. Well, actually, during the actual crisis, the Amazon stock was about $50. It bottomed out around there. And then, boom, it went all the way up, all the way up like that song, to over $2,000. But now, Amazon stock is below 1350 So it's dropped a good, like, 650 points since its peak, the Amazon stock. And when you look at that long-term chart, it looks very much like a cryptocurrency pumping dump. Or any sort of pump and dump you want to imagine. So Amazon is like the biggest corporation, perhaps one of the biggest. Like at least the owner, Jeff Bezos, is the richest man in the world. But Amazon stock looks like a classic pump and dump. And we all know how these charts end up. Like please go to the Amazon stock, uh, Go type it on Google, look at the chart, hit it on maximum, you'll see what I'm talking about. We all know what this chart ends up like, it's gonna keep going down, very likely. I'd be shocked if it stopped going down. Like it might try to have like a brief stabilization, a little mini peak, and then keep going down, kinda of like Bitcoin did, right? So if Amazon's gonna be losing a ton of its stock price, Amazon's helping prop up the entire stock market. And it's not just Amazon, like Apple stock. Pretty similar stuff going off Apple stock, not as extreme as Amazon. Well, actually it is as extreme. So I'm looking at the Apple stock and it looks like a really bad pump of dump. Like you, I see it going all the way up to like $225 and then boom. Now it's below $150 today, all at once. And like literally the peaks were hit not that long ago in like September. Uh, and then it's like a really harsh crash on this chart. So Apple, Amazon, big tech companies were kind of causing the entire economy to go up. And then also Facebook's worth looking at. Facebook has already been weakening quite a bit. Let's see if it's any different, though. So Facebook stock. And then after this, I'm going to go into the main point, how to predict the Bitcoin market. I'm not saying stocks predict the Bitcoin market. I'm just saying this is one effect you have to know about to understand what's about to happen in the market. So Facebook stock's a little more gradual. It's not as bad of a pump and dump. It hit a peak of, like, $210 in July, and now it's down to, like, $124. So even Facebook, the biggest, like, social media saying maybe the biggest website I'm, I'm not sure exactly which one's biggest i guess maybe google actually we have these big tech companies these big companies that are holding up the entire stock market and made it go up so much are losing tons of value and here's the thing with the stock market once you lose value this quick like we have like it causes a feedback loop of panic companies losing their asset sheets and all that stuff So, I don't think it's going to stop here. Like, this sort of crash doesn't just go away. Like, it could get stabilized very briefly if the government steps in. Or they could stabilize themselves for, like, a few days or a week. But it'll probably keep going down until it reaches its equilibrium. Basically, it's like popping a bubble. Like, this is like the needle that went into the bubble. This 5,000-point price drop on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And the bubble won't stop popping until it hits its equilibrium base level, which is a lot lower. Like, this 27,000 point stock market on the Dow Jones was definitely a bubble undoubtedly what I'm trying to get at here is the stock market really is crashing and now people will be looking for Bitcoin to invest but is that what is that how you're going to make money on Bitcoin by saying the stocks are crashing and Bitcoin will go up no there's something else very important and I worked all night last night and analyzed the charts to figure this out so and i actually it took like weeks of research to get to this point too like to even have the idea to do this so the chicago mercantile exchange bitcoin futures i've wrote an article about it and uh talked about it how when the chicago mercantile exchange cme bitcoin futures launched on december 17th twenty sixteen, that was the day the bitcoin market began crashing off the twenty thousand dollar level and went as low as almost three thousand this month in december And it's a primary reason, too. The Federal Reserve agrees with that. Uh, Basically, there's massive short selling and manipulation that comes from the Bitcoin futures on CME. And this is also because they're done through Globex, and Globex is like the world leader at manipulating underlying asset classes. They even manipulate the gold market. The Bitcoin market is much smaller. And before I say anything, I'll just bring up the main point also that the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, probably should not allow the Bitcoin futures to continue because bitcoin is such a small asset class like i'm looking at the market cap right now it's like 66 billion dollar market cap way less than 100 billion and even 100 billion wouldn't be safe basically bitcoin's such a small market compared to like gold or some other things and globex can manipulate gold like the the, the gold futures suppress the entire gold market and it's like a 10 trillion dollar industry bitcoin's like a less than 100 billion dollar industry yet we have like the same sort of powerhouse global manipulator globex manipulating the entire market so of course it's going to be manipulated and so i analyzed hey how fully manipulated is it is it complete manipulation and unfortunately guys i would have to say yes this is complete manipulation so the paradigm of holding bitcoin and waiting for it to go up would have worked perfectly with the stock market going down right now but it's not going to work perfectly anymore you really can't expect bitcoin to go up constantly forever like the hodlers thought it would or at least even consistently at all uh, it seems like the market has been completely commandeered by CME Bitcoin Futures traders. How have I determined this? Well, basically, I took the settlement dates, the expiration dates, pretty much, not the settlement, but the last trading day for each Bitcoin Futures contract on CME. And I found a website that lists all the dates. It's once every month on the last Friday of every month. The Bitcoin futures contracts expire, basically. Basically, it's the last trading day, then the profits and losses for the entire contract are calculated from that last day of trading from the price. And people are manipulating that very clearly. So I overlaid uh, the CME Bitcoin futures settlement dates on the chart on BitcoinWisdom.com. And what I see... Is they're doing something called banging the clothes they're banging the clothes real hard all the time like every month either Bitcoin hits a rally when the contracts expire or it hits a bottom it's usually a bottom so just to bring in some examples basically when the Bitcoin market is going down for most of the month like let's say the Bitcoin market is relatively high like first the CME of Bitcoin futures traders kind of conspired together to manipulate the market to crash Right when it was at 20,000, it was stronger than ever, but they still got it to crash. They started it. The Federal Reserve said that. I agree with that. So they drained out Bitcoin all the way from basically, you know, when they launched in late December 2017, all the way through the end of the January contracts, basically, and into February. And when the February contracts expired, you could actually see like Bitcoin was trying to rally. It rallied from like 6,000 up to 12,000. But then, right when the contract was coming in to expire in February, on February 23rd, the market crashed. Like, it crashed a solid over $2,000. Uh, right as the contracts were expiring, this got bang Banging the close. So basically, if someone has a short position on the CME Bitcoin features, and then the market is trying to rally, they could actually work together. These are people with lots of money, and also Globex. I'm not exactly sure how Globex manipulates the market, but it does. They're experts at it. And they get Bitcoin to crash. So if they're all in, like, a collective short position... Because they were, um, and they made the price of Bitcoin crash in, on the February 23rd closing date, and it's very visible, even on the long-term chart where you see the entire year of Bitcoin's price, right around late February, the price um, was rallying, but then it crashed, and then after the contracts were done expiring, the price was allowed to rally again, and then it crashed um, when the next month started, when the March contract started, it crashed and crashed and crashed, and then April, actually, it was allowed to rise and rise and rise, so basically once the CME Bitcoin futures traders suck so much money out of the market that it's at a bottom. Like the obvious bottom based on the month of, you know, based on the early February data was like $6,000 or so is around the bottom. So after um, March, they short sold the market all month and you know they bang up the close. Whenever the contracts are about to close, let me um, explain banging the close. So let's say you're in a short position. If they can manipulate the actual spot market of Bitcoin to go down right when the contract is about to expire, then they can make more money. So that if they could cause like a you know a significant price crash a day or two or three before the contracts close, they actually make a lot more money on the short sell positions. The same thing goes for a long position. They don't have to only short sell, but they usually do. It seems like um, because Bitcoin was so high and they were able to, it was easier to break it down than to bring it up. But some months, they allowed it to go up. Like, for example, in April, Bitcoin was already at like $6,000 or maybe like 6500 So throughout April, the it went up for an entire contract period. Bitcoin went up. And then when that contract period ended, Bitcoin started going down back to $6,000. So like the CME Bitcoin futures traders kind of figured this out. That, yes, they could short the market mostly and make lots of money by short selling and banging the clothes. And by the way, since the Bitcoin market is such a small market... Um, they, they kind of bang the close all month. They crash the price all month if they really want to make a big short sell profit. They even start early. So one thing I started noticing later um, after like several months of these contracts existing is that they would start banging the close when they start buying their short positions. So They would go into the short positions at the beginning of the month and then bang the close all month. A great example of that is May. So in May, um, right after the contracts expired, Bitcoin was rallying a bit throughout april they let it go long and they might have banged it upwards actually like they could bang it in either direction and make it go up or down but occasionally they choose a long position and april was a long position and then right after that contract expires it starts crashing so they they start banging the close from the very beginning of may and it crashed and crashed and crashed and crashed and uh it's very obvious when you overlay the dates like in may um the price of bitcoin stopped crashing Right when the contracts expired. So once they got their big short sell profits and before our consensus is reached what they're going to do for the next month, Bitcoin's allowed to relax for like a week and just kind of like do what it does for like a week. And then they banged it again. So June, they banged it and it went lower and lower and lower. So in May, it bottomed out like, you know, above $7,000 actually after they manipulated it across May. And then in June, it went down a little bit lower to like almost 6000 again. And they make it short-sell profits. And then July, they let it go up. But not all month, actually. Um, But actually, yeah, they let it go up all the way until the contracts expired in, like, July. So July was another month, just kind of like April. Like, in April, they let the market go up for a month. In July, they let the market go up for a month as well. And then right after those July contracts expired and Bitcoin was at, like, almost $8,500, I remember that little rally. Uh they banged it again. Like, so they got their new short sell positions r- right in, um, the end of July, uh, for the August contracts. They, uh, well, the August contracts were already available. So they got their August contracts after the July contracts closed out and then they banged it hard and it went down and down and down. And then, but here's the thing that just shows how manipulated it is. So in August, the price went down from $8,500 to like 6,000 and then it's started crawling back. It was really trying to crawl back. Um, But it didn't, like, get that far. So, like, it was trying to crawl back. They already made good short-sell profits in August. But then right after the contracts expired in August, they took up short positions again. And crashed it out. They crashed it out into a bottom. And September was just some minor short-selling profits, but still significant nonetheless. October is the only month where there's no good sign of any manipulation because the Bitcoin market became so stabilized and steady in October that there was probably an equivalent amount of shorts and longs on the CME Bitcoin futures. And not only an equivalent amount, but much lesser overall because um, futures traders need volatility. They need volatility to make money. So October had like no volatility and that protected itself. So if Bitcoin's totally stable, and this was only in October that this happened, then maybe the CME Bitcoin futures traders do not... You know, they don't even do anything. Like, there's no banging the clothes. There's no sign of anything. And people kind of get lackadaisical and think they're back in control of the market. Here's a fun fact to bring the point home. Basically, there has not... There has been months. There have been futures contracts months, like months, where one month where Bitcoin will go up. And it's happened like twice, I think. But there has not been two months in a row where Bitcoin goes up. These Bitcoin rallies that we have seen in 2018 have totally ended right when the futures contracts expire and then they go back into a short position. And what I'm trying to say here is the Bitcoin market is completely manipulated and perhaps controlled by CME Bitcoin futures traders. This is a new reality that started on December 17th, 2017. And most people are failing to recognize it. They're using all sorts of technical analysis to like try to show, oh, it's going this way and that way. Here's some actual causation. CME Bitcoin futures traders are going long and short. And they choose a month to go short, and they make it go down. And if it starts going up, they bang it down and keep it down. If it, if they choose a month to go long, they just let it go up, kind of like take the pressure off. So they keep their foot down on Bitcoin, and they keep the price lower, and it goes down. And then they take the foot off of it and let it rise a little. And then they put the foot back down on it. And this, they're doing this month after month after month. They're alternating at this point. So after they brought Bitcoin down from twenty thousand, like six thousand, they've been alternating. Here's another really bad thing. So in November we talked about all the reasons the Bitcoin market went down, didn't we? In November the Bitcoin market went down for numerous reasons, like the Bitcoin Cash fork, SEC enforcement massively getting worse, backed delaying their physical Bitcoin futures. One thing everyone kind of ignored, including me, because I didn't know this yet, was that you know the CME Bitcoin futures traders are like kind of like sharks, and any real bad news for the market's like blood in the water. So this this crash that occurred during november might have been, been been manipulated to be even worse because cme bitcoin futures traders took out short positions once the first crash started happening from bitcoin cash forking, they probably took out some short positions and they helped it go lower so like the market was already panicking and then they did what they do to manipulate the market and went down much lower than it would have and a good indication that this is true is that the market stopped going down in november um, well, the, that little bit, that huge crash, pretty much like stopped around the time the contracts expired. So the, the market hit its lowest around like November twenty sixth, twenty seventh, uh, and then the contracts expired on the thirtieth. They let it bounce up a little bit because they already made huge profits compared to past months. It was a big win for short sellers in November, and the the horrible part of the market pretty much ended when the contracts expired. But here's the thing. So what's happening this month? Let's bring it back to, like, practical information. How will this month be affected? Well, November 30th was the last expiration. And by the way, when you look at the short-term chart, November 30th, banging the clothes was very obvious. Just to show the sentiment from the CME Bitcoin futures traders. There was a very obvious and direct drop in Bitcoin's price from, like, 4400 down to... drop right before those futures contracts expired to lock in those short sell profits. So that just kind of proves that, yes, the CME Bitcoin futures traders played a role in the November crash, and they made it even better for themselves by banging the close. That's literally banging the close. Like when it goes down like a day before the close or the day of the close, that's banging the close, like the direct term. But here's the thing. The Bitcoin market's so small, they can kind of bang the close all month. And make it go lower and lower, or they could choose to make it go higher and higher by taking their foot off of it. Well, it seems like after the November 30th expiration, they chose short selling, so the market kept going down after the expiration happened um, within a couple days. And then the market's been crawling up low, so it went down to 3,100 and then it was rallying, and it was rallying because of the stock prices now I'm bringing this all full circle. So um, after the futures expiration. Um, in early December, when they were taking up their new positions, I think they chose short collectively, and then Bitcoin went down to thirty one hundred dollars by the middle of December. But then it's been crawling up. It went down to it went up to like forty two hundred, and it probably would have went up a lot more because like the stock market is causing people to like take the money out of stocks. A small fraction of people are taking the money out of stocks, putting into Bitcoin. But even a small fraction of people doing that could cause Bitcoin to really rally. Well, that's not good for the CME short traders. I don't think they've ever taken a loss collectively month over month, and they're not going to let it happen this month. So when they took out their positions in the beginning of November, um, not the beginning of December, when they took out the positions, Bitcoin was like 4200 That's where it was like a day ago. But then suddenly, like I was saying, I started the show with this market analysis. Like suddenly there was a crash and suddenly there was another crash. I'm talking about like the past day. Crash, 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 crash. Like, the market was trying to go up despite these crashes. Like, as if th- these crashes were not the normal market. The market was trying to go up. It was trying to rally, but then someone was manipulating it, dumping into it. Causing it to go down with little shocks. And now it's being tamed. It's It might not even try to go up anymore because people are starting to get fearful right now, probably. Even though it's Christmas Day. And basically, what I'm trying to get at is perhaps they're banging the clothes right now. So they stand to lose a lot if they would just let it go up for the stocks. If they took out short positions, not expecting a stock crash, and they probably were not expecting a stock crash um, to cause Bitcoin to go up. So they weren't expecting it, but now they're manipulating it and they're very good at that. They know how to manipulate this market and we gotta face that reality. So I think they're gonna bang the close. So the next futures closing date for the CME is on December 28th. I think it's very possible no matter how bad the stock market is, that Bitcoin will go down too into December 28th. It'll be a nice banging of the close, and it's already started now. So it went down from 4200 to 3800, and it'll probably keep going down, maybe as low as 3100, back to where it was, or even close to there, maybe like 32, 3300. It might go down towards that bottom and make people think like, "Wow, this rally was nothing," and that's the danger. of The CME Bitcoin futures market manipulators that are manipulating the spot market. Like, there's been real fundamental rallies happening all throughout 2018, but they stomp it out just to get their short sell profits. This has been going on all year. Every rally in 2018 has been stomped on by CME Bitcoin futures traders. And December is no different. Now that we're having this little bounce back rally because of the stock market's going up, it's get stomped on. But here's the thing. I think January is going to be very prosperous for the Bitcoin market because... The market's already way too low. Yes, they're going to pull off the short sell for December, even though the market was already too low to begin with. Um, but they're going to pull off that short sell win for December, probably. And then in January, they're going to take the foot off of it and let Bitcoin rise. Bitcoin might rise a lot. The more it rises, the more money they will make on a long position. So they could all collectively decide, okay, the stocks are going down. We suppressed Bitcoin's price. Now it's time to take our foot off and let it go long. We'll make money on the long, just like we make money in shorts. And we could see a massive rally in January for Bitcoin. Big rally. But then what's going to happen after the January contracts expire? February is probably going to be a massive short sale. So you guys might think I'm crazy, delusional. How could I predict the Bitcoin market? Well, I think I figured it out. So I hope you listened. And that's all we have for you today on this December 24th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Podcast. Come back... Well, later today, December 25th, for another exciting episode where I go into the rest of the market analysis, there's interesting things going on with the other cryptos. As this dumping into the CME Bitcoin futures close begins, a lot of other cryptos, um, a lot of major ones are going down bad right now. So we'll discuss that later. This is your host Space Marine signing out, going back to space.